Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you on a Thursday. Going to spend a little time with you talking about mountaintops or valleys low. How you like that? Mountaintops or valleys low? No one is exempt. Hard times, this is Levi Lesko says this, hard times are a passport that gives you permission to go places you wouldn't get to any other way. So that, that, was, that was a quote from Levi Lesko. Hard times are a passport that gives you permission to go places you wouldn't get to any other way. As Christ followers, we've all had a mountaintop experience in our faith journey, or most of us have. They're amazing. And if you're honest, we'd like to stay at the top of the spiritual mountain forever. That's the coolest place to be, right? But very little spiritual growth happens on the mountain. It's usually in the valley where we experience the most substantial progress in our life. Even with progress, the valley can feel awfully dark. All the things that we learned on the easier days have somehow disappeared. The faith we said we'd never doubt, we doubt. And then we continue in this cycle of feeling far from God and wondering if it will ever end. You ever been there? I've been there a time or two. You may have questions about these challenging spiritual times in your life. Well, let's take a look at a couple of them. Who goes through them? Who goes through these valley experiences, these challenging times spiritually in our life? Well, simply everyone. Every single follower of Christ goes through spiritual drought. And isn't that what they really are? We're literally parched and hungry for God. And yet we can't seem to sense even an ounce of his presence. We begin to wonder why he would let us feel like this and even wonder if he's real. You ever found yourself questioning some of those things? We need to understand that we're not the first person to experience these seasons and we won't be the last. How about this question? Why do we go through them? Well, there's lots of reasons. Sometimes we go through spiritually dry seasons because we disobeyed God. In other words, we caused our own drought. Other times we neglect our time with God each day and we become very distant. That's a real common ground. Listen, God requires of us to to be constant. He, He says we're to pray without ceasing. So there's this constant level of communication that should be going on with us every day, every moment of every day. But oftentimes we actually neglect our time with the Lord and we become really distant. I have been in a place where I felt like I was a long ways from God. We become spiritually dry when we consistently do things that feed our sinful desires. Any and all of these things can cause spiritual starvation. If we find ourselves in a place where we're allowing sin in our lives and we're doing so on a consistent basis then that's really going to pull us away and it's going to increase the drought in our life, in our spiritual life. We also can't ignore that sometimes our great God allows these seasons for his purposes. We go through things at times because he's allowed us to go through them, possibly for things we'll never see and we may not ever understand them. I've gone through a few things in my life where I can see that God had his hand in it now, but then I could not see that. Now, I will tell you, even though I can see that God had his hand in it at this point in my life, I still can't tell you why I had to go through those things. All I know is, is I've arrived at a place that that particular subject matter in my life caused me to become a better person, a stronger person, or positioned me 
in a place where God could use me differently. He could simply snap his fingers and bring us out of any spiritual drought we may find ourselves in. But he doesn't always do so. Not only that, he could have even prevented it in the first place. He didn't have to let us go through a drought. But but for whatever reason, there may be a learning process. It, it could be a faith-building process. It could be a strength-building process. It could be a character-building process. All in the midst of any of those things. We cannot attempt to grasp the perfect mind of our God. We just have to trust that if He allows us to walk through a spiritual valley, then He is doing a work in us that can only come when we persevere through what feels like spiritual quicksand. Often in our dark times, we doubt God's character and we question His love for us. But it's in these spiritually dim places that we have to rely on what we know rather than what we feel. We've got to rely on our faith. We must learn how to handle these bleak spiritual seasons, and we've got to do so with grace and with faith and be encouraged by the result that comes from them. There will be a result. Have you struggled with how you see God because of a challenging spiritual season? Have you ever questioned God for such? You, you've struggled through some, some drought, some challenging spiritual time in your life, and, and you've questioned God in the middle of it? You, you can't see God in the midst of it? Here, here's a challenge for you. If, if you've found yourself in this place, write down one negative thing that you've believed. Search the Bible to combat your thought and then meditate on this truth. If you've struggled with how you see God simply because of a challenging spiritual season, write down a negative thing you believed. Did, did he leave you? Did he forsake you? Did, did, he, did he walk away from you? Did he turn his back on you? That type of thing. And then I want you to find a scriptural reference, basically, that either supports your theory or teaches you a different way out. Most likely, you're going to find a different way out. Now, meditate on that. Because the Bible says that God will never leave us, and he'll never forsake us. He's always with us. We may run from him, and we can run a long ways from him. But that return trip, when, when we turn towards God, he's instantly right there. He's within hand-grabbing hand distance. Check out this. Psalms chapter 23, verse 1 through 6. Says the Lord is my shepherd to feed me, to guide me, and to shield me. I shall not want. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. He refreshes and restores my soul, my very life. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect me, and your staff to guide me. They comfort and console me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house and in the presence of the Lord. That is a promise. I hope you're getting something from these little short tidbit messages. I know that there are times in our lives when we struggle through things, when we find ourselves in valleys, we find ourselves uh, surrounded by darkness, and we don't understand why. 
I've walked through multiple times in my life where I have questioned God. I have really wondered what I have done to, to, to allow something so deeply uh, devastating to come on my life. But in the process of, of, of battling through darkness, I have learned that it has strengthened me. It has given me a different character. Uh, it has brought me closer to the Lord in times where I desperately need to be closer to him. And I've found that he'll never leave me alone. Even though sometimes it seems as though I can't find him. It seems as though there's so much distance between him and I that I cry out and I cry out and I don't hear any answers. But I know for a fact in my faith that he's right there and he's not going to allow me to sink. He's, he's going to be there to pick me up, to save me. Just like Peter, when he got out of the boat, he's walking on the water and he got, he got to looking at the storm, right? Took his eyes off Jesus and what happened? He sank. But he cried out, Lord, save me. And the Bible says that Jesus immediately reached out and lifted him up. That's what our God does for us. I can remember Pastor John Kilpatrick. Um, he literally was past, pastoring uh, Brownsville Assembly of God, Pensacola, Florida. It was the church that revival broke out in in the big revival movement years ago. An incredible incredible time of revival of manifestations of the God's Holy Spirit the outpouring of his presence and and John Kilpatrick wrote a book called the heavens are brass and it literally talks about that 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 feeling when you're praying but it's like your your prayers aren't getting through because the heavens are brass They're, you can't penetrate you can't get to God because there's something up there stopping your prayers that's how it feels at times but that's not reality God is always hearing us. He's always with us. When you find yourself in that place, that challenging moment, that difficult struggle, how, how about maybe saying, Lord, what do, what do I need to see here? I've found myself many times going, God, show me what you need me to see. Help me understand what, what I'm doing here. Help me to understand what you need me to learn from this so that I can get through this quickly and become better for you, that I can become stronger for you. Now, whatever it is you need in me, pour it into me that I might understand it and use it for your good and your glory. Amen. Ron and I love you. We're thankful for you. We are praying over you. We pray over our listener base. We thank you for supporting us. Support continues to pour in. God continues to bless us. Um, we, he's provided for us through, through uh, physical labor this year. I've had an incredible hail season uh, continuing to, to work well into this, this fall and likely well into this winter. Very thankful for that, for the provision. Uh, he's taking care of us. If you want to support us financially, all of our giving links are right on our website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. It's pinned right to the top of our Facebook page. It's easy to give to us. We have a simple give app. We have addresses. We've got PayPal. We've got Venmo. We've got Cash App. If you want to support us financially, we can figure you out a way. <laughs> Please continue to pray for us. And know this, that everything that flows into this ministry flows back out in ministry. We support missions. We support other missionaries. We support other ministries. would like to be doing more than we're doing now, and we do increase as our support increases. We continue to give out. And you can't outgive God. I promise you that. The Bible says that in the same measure in which you give, he'll give back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured right into your lap. Amen. Continue to walk with us and pray with us, journey with us as we process through this life with what God has for us to do here. Amen. If you're in a valley, 
The coolest part about being in the valley is all you got to do is look up and you can see the mountaintop. Amen. Strive for that mountaintop, but no, there's going to be valleys. There's a valley on the other side of that mountaintop. Keep that in mind as well. Challenging things will happen, but God gives us those honored moments when we're in the top of the mountain with him in his presence. Amen. We love you. Rhonda and I love you. We're praying for you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.